Welcome to the King's Chapel, Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Let's go to the Bible, everybody. And uh, we want to talk about uh, being an overcomer. Everybody says, I'm called to overcome. Tell the people near you, I'm an overcomer. I don't know what you are, but I am an overcomer. Say this out loud. Whatever I'm going through, I'm going to get victory about that. Whatever battles I'm going through, say it out loud. Whatever battles I'm going through, this battle is not going to last for the rest of my life. Every problem you have has an expiration date. Say that out loud. Every problem has an expiration date. Jesus designed me to win. Say that out loud. He designed me to have victory over every area of my life. Say, I'm going to overcome all the forms of poverty. I'm going to overcome every kind of person. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Look at the person next to you and say, holla, holla. That's what I'm talking about right there. As you know, the number one problem for people is people. And so if there were no people, we would be great Christians. But since there are people, that changes the chemistry of our existence. Everything gets bothered by bothering people. Everything gets troubled by troublers. Everything gets turned upside down by crazy people. If you do not learn how to overcome those, you will be the victim of some messed up person till the day you die. At some point, you've got to put your foot down and say, I'm going to learn how to overcome this kind of person. Because I'm okay with these five types. They don't bother me. But this one, they drive me crazy. I hate the way they chew their food. They sound like horses in a stall with a microphone to their mouth. That's where some of you are. Others of you, because you have unforgiveness in your heart, as soon as you hear the name of a new person you meet who happens to have the name of a person that hurts you, you hate them just like you hated them because that's an ongoing curse. What's your name? Oh, I hate you. Praise God. (laughs) You got to overcome. And then there's the overcoming of yourself. Being extra shy. Being extra extroverted. Always talking and never being able to shut up. (laughs) It drives you crazy. Not being able to talk. Being insecure about everything you do. All these things must be overcome. Overcoming sins in your life, habits in your life, all types of circumstances that come up. Overcoming the weaknesses that that are inside your DNA. You didn't even ask for these problems. Not like you have to be guilty. You don't have to feel guilty for your DNA. Your DNA was imparted. It was not chosen. So you have to treat it like an enemy, not like your identity. Praise the Lord. These are secrets of overcoming. 
that you have to learn how to separate your old man from your new man. Because as long as you think you are that DNA that was given to you that you didn't even get to choose, that was your dad, that was your mom, that was your grandfather, they just passed on their problems to you. Now you're weird. You are weird and it's not even your fault. Notice that. Yes, I am. I'm weird. Where did you get that weirdness? I don't know. It's just in there. Yeah, exactly. And you didn't ask for it, so don't feel guilty for it. Just decide that you're going to overcome it through the new DNA that Jesus gave you when you got saved and that you're now a new creature with new DNA and that you can be a totally different acting person than your mother. Say it out loud. I am not my mother. Look at the person behind you and say, I am not my father. I am a new person endowed with power from on high. Praise God. Would you lay your hands on that person next to you and say, it's time for you to pay me all the money you owe me. That's why I came to church today. I'm not here. I can't, I'm not getting anything from that preacher, but I'm telling you right now, you need to pay me. Say it out loud. Pay me my money right now. $237. I need that right now. Or give me your car. These are things we do in church. Again, altogether, I am an overcomer. I am not a defeated, weakling with no solutions and with no answers. I have answers. I have an answer. His name is Jesus, and I love him, and I will overcome and live in victory till the day I die. You see, even that thing in you that refuses to cooperate is your DNA. You're just a nonconformist. God can't even change you. You should renounce that. It's not good for you. It's making you sad, not happy. It's stealing from you, not giving you things. It's making you poor. You're not alone by accident. Nobody, it's not an accident that nobody likes you. It's not an accident. It's DNA. And Jesus wants us to overcome that DNA. We have to be humble and repent a thousand, thousand, thousand times until the change happens. You can't get tired of correction and rebuke until you're free. And if you're not free, welcome it. Say, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got that problem. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I lied about that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, praise God. Because it's your DNA that's lying. You're not a liar by accident. You're not a mean, controlling, manipulating person by accident. It's by design of DNA, and it can be healed. Praise God. You're not a proud, arrogant, know-it-all person by accident. No, that's your DNA. Yeah, you don't have these issues by accident. These are things that need to be overcome because we're called to overcome. So let's read from the Bible. 
Romans 8.37, we're more than conquerors through Jesus. 1 John 4.4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Praise God. 1 John 5.4, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Look at two people and say, I'm telling you, I'm going to overcome you. You did not get saved to be defeated. Can I say that again? You did not get saved to stay the same defeated person you were before you met Jesus. You did not get saved to have the same problems after you're saved that you had before you were saved. Sometime something has to happen so that you don't be, stay a drunk. Someday you got to get off drugs. And someday you got to stop hating people. Praise the Lord. Look at it like this. Jesus is leading you to a breakthrough of victory. Now tell the person that's sitting next to you this. You are going to overcome. Because I can tell that you want to and that you need to. Praise the Lord. Give him a big hug and say, you really need some help from the Lord Jesus. In the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation chapter 2, if you'll go there, we begin to read these amazing verses about overcoming and what happens to people that overcome. The first thing, and this is really important to know, is that no problem that exists on earth has not been defeated already by Jesus at Calvary. It doesn't matter what it is. It's defeated. And there is a position you can get to where you can be over the problem instead of under the problem. Praise the Lord. We're going to learn those things. There are 10 of them, and we're going to learn those tonight, five and five more on Wednesday, plus flowing in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Look at everybody around you and say, I don't know what you've been going through. Say this out loud, but your warfare is about to come to an end. Say it, I prophesy that over you right now that your warfare is about to come to an end. Come on, everybody. Let's take some praise right now and lift it up and throw it up at Jesus. Say, praise you, God. Glory to Jesus. You are my victory, Lord. Revelation 2.7. To him who overcomes, I'll grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Say, I want to do that. Samson couldn't overcome because he was connected too intimately to his DNA. So God said to him, uh, I'm going to give you the supernatural strength and power, and he gave it to him. But then he loved partying, he loved drinking, and he loved prostitutes, and so he failed in all his life. Samson, the wisest man, God told him, don't marry a bunch of women. And he married 700 women and had an extra 300 concubines for off days. That's 1,000 women. This is the size of Solomon's ego. Because only a man with a gigantic ego 
really believes he can make 1,000 women happy. All wise men know that all they can possibly handle with God's help plus the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit is one woman. Because certainly every woman knows all I can handle is one man with God's help, prayer, and fasting. Can we all say amen? Trust me, my wife has had to pray and fast. I mean, I am the source of her great spirituality. I have made her the woman she is today. Very true. Forgiving 490 days is, at times a day is nothing to her. Nothing. More like 700, 800, 900. Praise the Lord. The Bible is full of people who could not overcome and the horrible consequences of their life. Make a decision right now that you're not going to stay the way you are with the problems you have. Decide that you're going to be an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Would you all lift your hands right now and say, I will commit to overcoming like King David overcame and Joseph overcame and Daniel overcame and Rahab overcame and Esther overcame and Ruth overcame and Peter overcame and even the demoniac overcame. Revelation 2, this is very powerful as well, because remember 2.11, he who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. The Bible is full of these promises that only overcomers get. And think of it like this, because this is really important. God promises you a crown. Everyone that overcomes and all people that are here, saved and know God, you have been assigned a crown. Because when you die, you don't take anything with you from here. You don't take your house. You certainly don't take your cats. I do believe we take our dogs, but that's just me. I could be biased. All I'm saying is if you're drowning, you better not be calling your cat to come and save you. I'm just saying. You are special, those of you that love cats. You are highly gifted and live at another level of love and existence. The rest of us on earth, Pastor and I, believe there should be a hunting season on all that. But no, no, I'm not just kidding. I'm just, I'm sorry about that. Well, I slipped into the flesh right there. Sorry. He who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. Say, I want that. Said, I don't want to be hurt by the second. I don't want to be hurt. To him, 217, to him who overcomes, to him will I give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone which no man knows but he who receives it. Do you want that? 311, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast that no man take your crown from you. You die, you don't take your clothes. Don't take your, 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 your horse. You don't take your guns. Don't take your fishing rods. Don't take your clothes. You go up there naked. 
with some kind of glory blocking everything. But you go up there. Some kind of glory from God. That's all I can say. It's a blinding glory. <laughs> it's like a blinding glory. Like, whoa! All I see is light. Yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Because there's a that transfer, you could hurt people transferring up there. <laughs> Gotta have light and glory, God. Ah, I can't see. Whoa, who's that? It's just a light, the streak of light running through there. That was a pun I didn't intend. Well, it turned out pretty good, you know. I've never said that. So you get to heaven, and you got to have something to show for it. You know what I'm saying? For living down here. It's not going to be all these, these non-eternal things. It's going to be eternal things. And those eternal things are uh, translated into jewels in the crown. So every time you're at home and have to overcome your husband, and you don't tell anybody about it, it's just you at home, and you overcome and you forgive, God takes a jewel and puts it in your crown. Every time you don't scream and yell at the folks that almost killed you in their car, but you send a blessing, God takes a jewel and puts it in your crown. Every time you don't kick that dog or animal or cat, when you feel the urge and the impulse and even the anointing to do it, but you say no, a jewel. Every time you lead somebody to Jesus, when you didn't want to, but you felt the presence of God and you said, oh, Lord, I'm too busy right now to tell this person about Jesus, but okay, I'll do it. And you do it, Jew. Every time you ask forgiveness, even though the other person did something worse than you did, a jewel is taken, put in your crown. Every time you empty your pocketbook and give it to some person at the store with four kids and runny noses, and you say, here's $700, I want to buy groceries for you. God takes a jewel and puts it in your crown. Every time you go help a neighbor and build something for them and don't charge them, you get a jewel in your crown. Every time you pray for a mother-in-law, a jewel. getting real now. It's getting real. I'm feeling the spirit of real coming in the building. I'm feeling the spirit of real. Praise the Lord. Every time you overcome a fear and the pastor says, you have a beautiful voice. I heard you singing in the foyer. I want you to sing a special on Sunday. And you just freeze up. You break out in hives from the anxiety and fear. You get cramps all over your body just thinking about singing in front of everybody. But you walk up there anyway. Just walk up. In obedience to God because you love him and you're just shaking. Your stomachs, you feel sick. And it's all one beautiful thing in heaven. 
It's an act of courage and bravery. And all of heaven is looking down and clapping, even though all you can feel is fear. And you shake and you start going, hey, then. And nothing comes out except squeaks because you're so stressed and so afraid and so pressured. And then the Holy Ghost honors you and touches you and delivers you. And, and you start freaking out completely because when you're free, you freak out. A jewel. Every time you have to take care of a neighbor or a husband or a wife that can't function anymore. And it's years of doing it. 10 years, they're invalids. 20 years are your mother or your father. And you have to do things you never thought you had to do to your own parents. But because you love them and you love God, you don't put them somewhere. You take care of them because they asked you when they were normal, don't put me anywhere. And you made a promise. And even though you want to give them away every day, you say no. No. I'm going to keep my promise. A jewel. An emerald. A diamond. A sapphire. A pearl is placed on that crown. Because you are an overcomer. You are not a wimp. You are a fighter. You learn to fight and challenge your problems with the power of Jesus and the power of the blood of Jesus and the power of the word of God inside of you and the name of Jesus is on you and the presence of God is upon you and you say you're coming down, bad habit. You've dominated me long enough. It's time for you to crash. Praise God. Anger, it's time for you to exit my life. I will no longer be manipulated by the imperfections of all the people that are in my life. I need to overcome anger. And I am not going to be famous for being angry. I'm going to be famous for being loving and kind and merciful. That is my reputation. And you start changing your reputation in the eyes of all the people that you have scared the blankety blank out of. Praise the Lord. Every time you don't want to tithe. Say, oh God, you don't need my money. You're rich. I just got a little bit. But out of love for God and obedience to his word and trusting his plan for your life and knowing that God knows better than you, you tithe anyway. A jewel is taken and put in your crown. Praise the Lord. And every time you're inconvenienced by someone's insensitive request of your time, you say, of course I'll help you. Sure, I'll do that. I won't go do what I wanted to do. My guns are loaded. My fishing rod is in the truck. But you want me to go unstop your toilet, I'm coming. A jewel. Because we are cursed with selfishness, and it will make you poor. It'll make you poor all the days of your life. Praise the Lord. Tell seven people around you, you're going to make me rich. 
Tell them, you're going to make me rich. Now, take somebody's hand and look at them and say, you're going to make me rich. You're going to pay my house off. You're going to pay my car off. You're going to pay my children off. Let me say one last thing in Revelation 3, 5. He who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments. Just a note in passing. Gossips go to the graveyard of God where he has buried your past and dig you out. And when you're dressed in white robes, they take the dirt and they throw it on you. You can overcome that. Praise the Lord. Beware of unearthing the past and sins that have been buried. Do not bring up someone's sin and past when God himself has forgotten it. Everybody look around and act like it does not apply to you. Go ahead and just... I don't know what he's talking about. I never do that. Let's end with this. He who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments. And listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. I did not write this. In case some of you have doctrines that are not of the Bible... And I will not erase your name from the book of life. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Overcomers don't get their names erased. And people that don't overcome, obviously, God has an eraser. Whether you want to believe it or not, I'm just reading my Bible. And there's one thing I'm committed to is the truth of the Bible, not the truth of anybody's religion. Turn to two people and say, holla, holla, baby, that enchilada is really hot right now. Pass it on down the line. Because right now we have people that are creating doctrines called the progressive church that are creating doctrines that go against the Bible and they're all built on the love of God excluding the holiness of God and the truth of God. I'm so sorry to tell you that God is not just love. Praise the Lord. You see, we must overcome our sick ideas. Any idea that hurts people is a sick idea. And any idea that makes God uh, an immoral, ungodly person is a sick idea. Turn to someone, shake their hand, and say, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. Praise God. I'm just kidding. He freaked me out with that. Praise God. He was doing so well, but he lost me there. Let's position ourselves for victory. Praise the Lord. Let's position ourselves for you to have victory.
What is it in your life? Put on my music. What is it in your life? If that's okay, Pastor. That song is actually our song, so no copyright problem. Uh, what problems do you have that you have had your whole life? What problems are you going through that you've been fighting for years? What is happening in your life that is stealing your peace and robbing you of your joy? What makes you afraid when you lay down at night? Who in your life do you not talk to anymore? And I'm not talking about dangerous people that God tells you to stay away from. But I'm talking about flawed people who you just don't enjoy. Because it's the time for overcoming. Praise the Lord. I want you to say this out loud by putting your hand on your heart. I am committed to a life of victory and transformation. This coming year will be my best one. My best years of marriage, parenting, or being single are ahead of me. My dark days are behind me now. I'm putting my hand to the plow and I'm not going to look back. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus and do what God has told me to do. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.